In this Youth Day episode of Farmers Inside Track, 45 years after the Soweto Youth Uprising, this illusion reigns for many youth. We exclusively report on Agriculture Minister Tokuridiza's expectations of the youth in building a better South Africa. Agricultural economist Kulani Siwaya unpacks President Cyril Ramaphosa's surprise announcement on plans to reform the energy sector and we explore ways to farm off the grid. This as annual tariff increases and load shedding forces farmers to think out of the box. In our farmer development segment, we're joined by FarmSoul Managing Director Aaron Kole. He actively seeks partners throughout the agricultural value chain to assist new farmers to grow. We also meet Cleopatra Bandas, a crop farmer from Umpumalanga. She now wears the crown as this week's soil sister, powered by Food from Zanzi and Koteva AgriScience. Our book of the week, as selected by our listeners, The Soul of Sorbet by entrepreneur Ian Furr. And our farmer tip of the week comes from science PhD candidate and vegetable farmer Mawande Siguinta. This is Farmers Inside Track, supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey Mzanzi, welcome to episode 79 of Food for Mzanzi's podcast called Farmers Inside Track. Happy Youth Day! I'm Dor Numdu, the editor for audience and engagement at Food for Mzanzi. And joining me is journalist and co-host Duncan Masiwa. Thanks Dawn. Now in the spirit of June 16, 1976, we kick off today's show by listening to Toko Didiza, the agricultural minister. She reminds the youth that although they may be disillusioned about their future in the country, they still have a big role to play. We acknowledge that young people are playing a role in the growing of our economy today. In the public sector, young people are developing policies and laws that govern our society. As we celebrate this generation, we want to remind them that they have a task in building a new nation. They have to build an inclusive society where we would look at each other just as South Africans without looking at our racial backgrounds. They have a task in building an equal society where men and women boys and girls respect and value one another. A society where gender-based violence will be a thing of the past. They are a generation that need to remind us that freedom was not in vain. It is therefore these young cadres who in developing this new society must remind all of us to value the assets that we've built the infrastructure that service our communities, be they roads, be they schools, be they library, the infrastructure that service our economy, be they railroads, be they factories and others. I think it is time that our society values what we have. No matter how angry, no matter how sad we may be about service delivery, we need to remind ourselves that that infrastructure which we may be burning today, we will need it tomorrow. 
It is very sad that in our anger, we've actually destroyed a lot of infrastructure that the democratic government has built. An infrastructure that, in my view, should be a stepping stone for all of us to even multiply from what we have. And I'm directing this to the young people of our country today because this is the heritage that they only have, a heritage that they must build. Some of us were part of those who dismantled apartheid, were part of transiting into a new society. But it is the fruits of that new society that our young people and their children will benefit from. And therefore, it is incumbent to the young people of today to know that they are the builders of today and the future. Always an honor to feature you on Farmers Inside Track, Toko Didiza, the Agricultural Minister. Next up, a hot topic currently frustrating many South Africans, annual tariff increases and disruptions in the country's power supply forces farmers to think out of the box. But what does it take to farm off the grid? Journalist Nicole Ludolf chats to Fair Cape Dairy's environmental officer, Dr. Colin Olof. So Colin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into dairy farming? I started in the dairy industry over seven years ago where I'm involved on the environmental and sustainability side of the Fair Cape uh, Dairies business where I serve as the environmental officer. My academic background, however, is in biotechnology. I've been fortunate to gain experience in dairy through practical involvement um, as well as working with Milk South Africa's Research and Development Committee and the International Dairy Federation Standing Committee on Environment. Why did Fair Cape decide to go off the grid? The use of renewable energy to power our operations has always been a long-term vision of the business. We considered this to be the next step on our journey towards sustainably producing nutritious products while minimizing our impact on the natural environment. How should farmers approach going off-grid? The journey should be approached in a systematic manner. The initial research into energy requirements is key as this defines the business case going forward. Economy of scale might have an impact on the viability, although every operation is unique and experts would be able to recommend the best solution to meet those specific needs. Thanks, Nicole, and great having you, Dr. Colin Ulof from Fair Cape Dairies. Now, while many farmers are exploring ways to get off the grid, President Cyril Ramaphosa announced plans to reform the energy sector. We're now joined by AgriSA agricultural economist Kulani Siwaya. Kulani, the nation is still buzzing about President Cyril Ramaphosa's surprise announcement on plans to reform the energy sector. In a nutshell, what does this mean for farmers? The move to lift the threshold for self-generation is a step in the right direction in the efforts to getting reliable and stable supply. As AgriSA, we have maintained that policy must always allow for private participation in the energy sector. Not only will this alleviate pressure from ESCOM, but it will enable electricity generation to happen on a viable economic scale. Now, what the intervention does is allow for independent producers to participate in self-generation, uh, and this will bode well for business confidence particularly those agribusinesses that have been experiencing challenges in doing business in the rural areas owing to poor service delivery, which includes unreliable and unstable electricity. If you think about it, load shedding events undermine the viability of the sector, 
given that agriculture in South Africa is highly irrigation reliant and energy intensive, particularly the horticulture, dairy, poultry, grains and agro-processing industry. Electricity is an important input cost for many farmers and currently the sector spends up to approximately 146 billion on intermediate goods and services, of which electricity accounts for approximately 7 billion. Now at Food for Mzanzi, we've heard from farmers across the country who are fearing the worst amid rolling power cuts. What is the impact of load shedding on agriculture, particularly small-scale farming? Now with the lack of stable electricity supply, there's a risk to food security and food prices over time, since over 25% of the country's food is produced by irrigation-reliant and energy-intensive industries. The announcement by the president reinforces that he listens to the free market economy and understands and recognizes the importance and opportunities that are presented in the involvement of the private sector. Now, what we call for is for ESCOM to view this as an opportunity to partner with independent providers in getting back to supplying stable and reliable energy to the country. A critical factor to economic growth is stable energy supply. And with the economy in desperate need to recover from past challenges, including the still present COVID-19 pandemic, stabilizing supply will encourage job-creating investments. Thanks for joining us, AgriSA Agricultural Economist Kulani Siwaya. You're now listening to Farmers Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food for Umzanzi. We now change the gears and move the discussion from electricity matters to farmer development. Farmsil Managing Director Aaron Kole unpacks his approach to actively look for partners throughout the supply chain to assist new farmers to grow. Farmsil's approach is to actively look at partners throughout the supply chain to assist new farmers to grow. How has this aided your work with startup farmers at Farmsil? This has aided our work in a very meaningful way. With various partners coming on board, assisting farmers throughout the value chain, we are able to maximize the true potential of the farm and the farmer. And this for us at the end means more money in the pocket of that farmer. The farmer can really use this farm to the best potential of that farm. And for us, partnerships are very important and key. You've often encouraged farmers to diversify their farming crops as it directly impacts price production and climatic risks. How can new farmers achieve a winning crop rotation? When you look at agriculture, ensuring that we farm sustainably. You know, in your farm, your soil is the greatest asset. You want to optimize the potential of your soil the best you can as a farmer. And therefore, you will need to adopt a crop rotation strategy that will not weaken your soil, but rather that will build up the potential of your soil so that as a farmer, you can farm sustainably and achieve good yields over a longer period of time. The new farmer must think long term. You know, agriculture is never about short term. The new farmer must always think long term. In grain production, for example, this crop rotation will include rotating your maize crop with crops such as sugar beans, soya beans, which will release nitrogen into the soil. But it's also important for the farmers to try and rest their land to build up moisture. And I know this is not necessarily easy, as generally farmers would want to plant every season and as much of their land as possible. But there are good advantages in resting your soil, as building up moisture in the soil will give you a head start in the new season, so that you are able to plant in time and have a better chance of success. You know, especially as we face years that are very difficult, facing droughts and so forth, it's really very important to build up moisture in your soil. And if you could give one piece of advice, a tip 
to building sustainable partnerships? What would that be, Aaron? You know, for me, I think it's always the easiest, Dawn. And for me, is you must have honest discussions with the aim of aligning on goals and objectives. But at the same time, you must remain agile and welcome contributions that the other partners bring on the table. But however, more importantly, you need to ensure that there is shared value for all partners across the board, that everybody is bound to benefit out of that partnership. And for me, that is what is going to build a sustainable partnership. If there is shared value for all partners across the board. Thanks, Dawn, and great having you, Aaron Kole. Be sure to check out Food for Mzanzi on Fridays as we introduce you to a different Farmsol Youth Ambassador. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring, and that's an ideal worth preserving. It's yummy. It's good for you. And the whole family loves it. It's grain-filled chickens, proudly South African and mouth-wateringly delicious. Discover a world of tasty goodness and visit Grain-Filled Chickens for COZA or like our Facebook page for more. Grain-Filled Chickens, a proud member of VKB. VKB, for the love of the land. Now for our book of the week, as selected by farmers. The Soul of Sorbet by Ian Furr. This book is presented in a very approachable manner that's relevant reading for any business owner, especially those facing the realities of the South African market. Carolyn Sampson, Head of Strategy and Sustainability at Access Bank SA, reviewed this book. Sorbet beauty salons are found all over South Africa and in his book, The Soul of Sorbet, founder Ian Furr tells the story of how he decided to enter the beauty business, and what sets Sorbet apart from other beauty salons. However, beauty treatments are pretty much the same everywhere, so the business had to find another element to differentiate it in the market. That's where the attitude of employees and franchise owners and the cohesive brand approach became central to the model. The book discusses the importance of culture and sets out to explain each element and how it is embedded in the Sorbet model. We're often told culture is strategy for breakfast, but few companies are able to develop a great culture. Ian explains the importance of a higher purpose that every person in the business understands and his practice of servant leadership. Personal anecdotes told by employees and clients feature prominently in the book to illustrate the concepts discussed. The content is presented in a very approachable manner and it would be a relevant reading for any business owner, especially those facing the realities of the South African market. Thanks Caroline Sampson. To suggest the next book of the week, simply email us at info at foodformzanzi.co.za Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. You're listening to Farmers Inside Track, South Africa's most downloaded farmers podcast, proudly brought to you by Foodform Zanzi. Drumroll please for this week's hashtag Soil Sister, powered by Corteva AgriScience. She is Cleopatra Bandas a crop farmer from Leidenburg in Mpumalanga. Besides being a farming force to be reckoned with, she's currently also on a year-long blended development program at the Gibbs Business School. 
Cleopatra, where and how did your farming journey start? I moved to South Africa in 2017 after my partner and I had applied for a lean startup program by Orange Corners, which was facilitated by the Dutch embassy in South Africa. And what are some of the toughest lessons you've learned along the way? Farming is all around us. The moment that you wake up, the shoes that you slept on, someone farmed that cotton, the door that you open, that wood, someone planted those trees for they to be wood. So you need the farmer throughout the day. And like other professions, agriculture is all around us. That's what I love about it. It is the drive of most African economies, providing livelihoods to many, many, many households in Africa and beyond. And then do you have any advice to other women entering the farming arena? Go for it. Don't second guess. Don't doubt yourself. Agriculture is the industry of the future and the future is now. If you want something sustainable, something that will keep you going for long, this is the industry. Go for it. Wise words there from Mpumalanga farmer Cleopatra Bandas. Be sure to read her inspirational article on Food for Zanzi's website. Coming up, our Farmers Tip of the Week from Science PhD candidate and Western Cape vegetable farmer Mawanda Siguinta. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring. And that's an ideal worth preserving. It's super fresh. It's super soft. And it makes any meal a treat. It's Super Sure Bread and Super Sure Flour. A proud member of the VKB Group. From breakfast to lunch and even birthday cakes. Super Sure makes the whole family smile. Find Super Sure on Facebook or visit vkb.co.za for more info. VKB. For the love of the land. It's that time again where we've almost reached the end of this week's Farmers Inside Track episode. But before we let you go, Mawande Siguinta, a science PhD candidate and Western Cape vegetable farmer, shares his top farming tip. One of the tips that I would give is, especially if you want to grow to sell, meaning you have a market that you have already have a contract with. Basically, if you know your soil and the quality of your water, those are key things that would enable you to continue your relationship with your market root system requires a certain amount of ability to go down the soil for instance for spinach it would be between 20 and 30 centimeters so if you have less than that a plant would grow and grow and then at some point it will stop because the roots are not able to go deeper to more minerals and to actually allow leaves to grow bigger to a certain size that the market wants so for instance lettuce does not require that much depth i hope young people go out there and start farming you know because that is the way to go and mawanda siguinta's farmer top of the week brings us to the end of this week's farmers inside track proudly brought to you by food form zanzi for daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists to go above and beyond to feed South Africa. Visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and of course, remember, if you love the podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. The Farmers Inside Track is available for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and also on foodformzanzi.co.za.
From me, Donumdu, Duncan Masiwa, Nicole Ludolf, Carolyn Sampson and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a great week. And please, let's continue to keep each other safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. What joins a continent but its continuous flow over mountains, through rivers, in the rhythm of the land? What ignites its future but the promise to fulfill, to protect and grow the very life of tomorrow? Corteva. Keep growing. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.